0: Hi, I'm Matthew. Today's video is about the Holy Trinity of God. Today we're going to learn where does it come from, when does it start, and what is the Holy Trinity. You may hear the word Trinity used in your own church, or if you're not a believer, you may have heard the word Trinity before. We have scripture that can give us insight into what this really means. I will preference you first and let you know that the word Trinity does not exist anywhere in Scripture. It wasn't until the late first century that the word Trinity was used, and we'll read a little bit about that later. First, let's dig into the New Testament. When we learn about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, let's look at John 1. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and apart from him, not even one thing came into being that has come into being. In him was life, and the life was the light of mankind. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not grasp it. So what is this telling us? This is telling us that in the beginning was the word. We know this because in Genesis, God said, let there be let there be light. We know that now through the New Testament, that the word existed with God and everything was created through the word. But if we notice here in scripture, it says he was in the beginning with God. So let's look at Genesis, Genesis 1:26. Then God said, let us make humankind in our image after our likeness, So they may rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move on it. So did you guys pick it up here? Then God said, let us make humankind in our image. So God's not alone here, right? If God's talking about us, who is God talking to here? Now that we know that the word already existed with God, and everything was created through him, nothing was created except through him, who is the Word? What is the Word? Well, we find that later on in John, John 1.14. So the Word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. So now we know that the Word is the Son. The Son was born of this world and became human as we know Jesus Christ. Anointed. Christ means the anointed, right? So we now know that the Son is Jesus. And we learn that through all out the scriptures and the New Testament. We have an example in Genesis where the Son already existed because he was the Word. And that's where in Genesis 1.26 we get let us The Father is talking to the Son. We have the Father, we have the Son, and we also learn in Genesis 1 that the Spirit of God was hovering over the deep waters. So we have three people here, right? The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. That's where we get the Trinity from. But we need to dig a little further into Scripture, I think, to understand when did this happen. Well, as we read in John 1, it was from the beginning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and the Word is God. So the word is the Son, but we don't learn that until the New Testament. So back in the old days of the Old Testament, there were clues scattered all along that there was more than just the Father, but no one really picked up on it. Even though we had in the very first book of Genesis, let us, who is us, us as the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We also have in Psalms 110.1, this is a Psalm written by David. The Lord said to my Lord, sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Did you pick that up as well? The Lord said to my Lord, this is the father talking to the son. Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. Jesus reiterated this scripture and said that he's going to go be with the father. We also learn through other scripture in the New Testament that Jesus is seated at the right hand of the Father. So this was David prophesying. Did he know? We don't really know. We can assume that he did. We can assume that he didn't. We don't know really. But David did write this. And it is the Father talking to the Son. The Lord said to my Lord, David's Lord is Jesus. Just to reiterate here, we have in John 1, that in the beginning the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Then we also have in Genesis 1, 26, let us make mankind in our image. Us is being the key word there. David says, the Lord said to my Lord, the Father said to the Son. And then we also have in John 1, 14, the Word became human flesh. And we have seen the glory of the Father's one and only Son, that's Jesus. So we're starting to understand a little bit more about what the Trinity is. The Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So a lot of people will wonder, are they equal? Is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit equal? Does either one have more power than the other? They all make up one God. They're just different parts of God. We have the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. So we also learn in John 10.30, The Father and I are one. This is Jesus speaking. Now, Jesus is not meaning that they are one individual. They're one union. They're unified into one. So they're still two separate substances or beings, if you want to call it. And there are the Father and the Son. The Spirit that they both utilize and that's part of them is the Holy Spirit. And that's something that you may have heard of as well, that when a believer receives Christ and is baptized, they receive the Holy Spirit. That's what's living inside of us. That's the God that's inside of us. That is Christ inside of us. Because that is part of the Trinity. We also have in John ten thirty eight. Even if you do not believe me, believe the deed so that you may come to know and understand that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Another example where Jesus is speaking here and he lets the people know that they are one, even though they might be separate, the father and the son, they still make up one God. Before Jesus ascended into heaven, he told his his disciples to go make disciples of the nations and baptize them in the name of the father, the son, and the Holy spirit. So now we know that the Trinity is the father, son, and the Holy spirit from the scriptures that we just read. But where did we get the word Trinity? How did it come about? Because it's not in scripture. In fact, there's some debate about when it first came about and the term was first used. But we can have an understanding that it was probably first used around 213 AD. And it was in writing from a man named Tertullian. And he was writing against Praxis about his opinion that There's only one God and that there is not a Trinity. So this is the first time that we see in writing, in ancient writing, that the word Trinity was used. And I'd like to read it to you now. In thinking that one cannot believe in one only God in any other way than by saying that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit as we know it as well, are the very self-same person. As if in this way also one were not all in that all are of one, but unity that is of substance, while the mystery of the dispensation is still guarded, which distributes the unity into a trinity, there's the trinity word, placing in their order in three persons the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Three, however, not in condition, but in degree, not in substance, but in form, not in power, but in aspect, yet of one substance, and of one condition, and of one power, inasmuch as he is one God, from whom these degrees and forms and aspects are reckoned, under the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. So basically what he's saying here is there's one power, there's one substance, there's one condition, but they're individuals. They're Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, but they make up one God. The Father is not the Son, the Son is not the Father, but they make up one God. So we know that now the Trinity is made up of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. But we don't have the word Trinity in Scripture, but that doesn't mean that we still can't use that term today to describe the Holy Trinity of God. Even though we pray to God, or even though we talk about God, we're talking about all three the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Holy Spirit, as we hear about it today as well. So now I'd like to ask you a question. If you died today, where would you spend eternity? Would you spend eternity in the presence, in the paradise of heaven, or would you spend eternity away from God in destruction? If you don't know the answer to that question, then your fate could very well be that you will be in destruction. I would love for you to be with me and many others in heaven. It's going to be so gorgeous to where our eyes can't even explain. We will be in the presence of our God and I would love for you to be there with me. If you're unsure or you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I'd like to do that with you right now. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. And I want you to have eternal life. If we openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, we will be saved. Saved from the judgment that's going to be coming to this world. It's very easy. All you have to do is say this prayer aloud with me. I'm going to place it on the screen now. Heavenly Father, thank you for your son, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me, and thank you for shedding your blood for me. Please forgive me of my sins. Today, I confess that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. From this day forward, I turn my back on the world and will follow in your path, Lord Jesus. Amen. Heaven is rejoicing right now. If you've said that prayer and you have dedicated your life, you will be spending eternity into heaven. But it takes more than just saying a prayer. You must also turn away from a life of sin, things that are evil, things that are not of God, and start to walk towards the light. I love you, brothers and sisters. I hope you've enjoyed this message. May God bless you.